0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 10 of Average Girl Movie Reviews, your never pretentious, usually helpful, and always unfiltered movie review podcast. I'm Harshini, your resident movie reviewer and wonderfully average girl, and I'm here to tell you if that recent theater release is a must-watch now, a wait-for-streaming later, or a don't-even-bother. I'll be breaking down the plot, the theater experience, and the overall entertainment value in the episode— And as always, I'm going to do my best to limit spoilers so you guys can still go out and enjoy these movies. And without further ado, let's get into this week's review. I'm super excited about this movie, and hopefully you guys are too. This week, I'm going to be talking about the fourth installment of the wildly popular action movie franchise, John Wick this franchise centers around legendary hitman John Wick, who was forced out of retirement and back into the gritty criminal underworld he used to know to seek vengeance against those who have wronged him. I totally love this franchise. I think it's one of the better action movie franchises of recent times. The movies have a really great way of revitalizing classic action sequences, and the world-building and rules that have been created around this criminal underworld are really nuanced and that was really unexpected to me because you don't see a lot of that in your typical action movies. So needless to say I was super excited about chapter four so much so that I re-watched one, two, and three right beforehand to get prepared. I'm pretty sure I finished three about an hour before I went and saw four when I saw it last weekend so I was excited. It's an understatement really This is one of those movies that I think you need to see the previous ones to really get. And I know it's a lot of time commitment to see three movies. It's about six hours of content. But I wouldn't tell you guys to do it if it wasn't worth it. They're all on Peacock. Just go see them before you see four. Trust me, it's going to make your viewing experience that much better. So chapter 4 starts off right after the end of chapter 3, which left a severely injured John in the halls of the Bowery King, and they have decided that they're going to work together to plot their revenge against the leaders of the criminal underworld, the High Table. So this movie focuses a lot more on John's final stand against the High Table and his fight to get out of this situation where everyone is just hunting him, which is basically, if you haven't seen the third movie, pretty much the entirety of the third movie. Regardless, let's go ahead and get into it and start talking about the plot. The plot of this movie was really excellent. I really liked it. One of the things that I have enjoyed about the franchise as a whole is its ability to tell a cohesive story outside of just action sequences. It can be really easy, I feel, for movies like this to just purely use those action sequences as a carrier to get the viewer through the movie, but this franchise I think has done a much better job of telling more nuanced stories and presenting more interesting characters than your typical good guy, bad guy, hero versus villain action movie. Everyone is a little bit more in a morally gray area, and I think that makes for a little bit more interesting of an overall story. This movie, like I said earlier, brings John into his final stand against the high table, the leaders of the criminal underworld, specifically the Marquise Vincent de Gramont, who's played by Bill Skarsgård. You might know him from playing Pennywise in It, at least every time that I see him on my screen, I think of Pennywise from It, and the dude scares the hell out of me. I'm not even going to lie. So he, I think, was a great villain in in terms of being someone who claimed he was all about order and rules and consequences, but it's really easy to see behind that mask of just a really power-hungry individual and someone who sees John Wick as a really big threat to the plans that he has for the future. The film brought back a lot of pieces from other movies, which is why I suggest that you definitely go see movies one through three, and I appreciate the fact that the story felt planned. This felt like it was supposed to be a four series movie arc and not something where the story felt complete, but we had to pull on some sort of other thread just to continue the story forward. I really feel like we've gotten to know a lot about John Wick throughout the last three movies, even though he doesn't really say that much. His actions speak very loudly to the type of person that he is, and every single movie adds more and more layers to this very complex character. In addition, we also got some new characters in this movie, and I really liked the addition of the very elusive Mr. Nobody and the retired assassin who is employed by the high table and one of John's old friends, Kane. Both of them were really interesting characters, and honestly, I would watch other films or spinoffs with these characters in them to hear more about their backstory, which is really high praise because they were able to pique my interest in only one film. I also totally wanna shout out, I'm not gonna say any more about the specific storyline because of spoilers, but I want to shout out the final 30 minutes of the movie. The movie just kept on giving, it was so good, but the last 30 minutes were truly spectacular in my mind. The final scenes and how the entire story wrapped up were so good that I just didn't really want anything else from the story. I felt like it was a nice, clean, neat bow. And I just enjoyed all of it. I do have one word. If you've seen the movie, you'll get this. If you haven't seen the movie, go see it and then you'll get this. The stairs scene is solidly the funniest thing that I have seen on TV in a while. It's so good. It's not supposed to be funny, but it just really is. And I also had a really entertaining time just being in a full theater on opening night watching it and hearing the commentary from the audience during that scene and throughout the final 30 minutes of the movie was top tier. So all in all, really good story. I thought that it just kept building on a really solid foundation. I'm so scared sometimes that these can be a flop and this definitely wasn't, so I'm going to be giving it a four and a half out of five Next up, we've got the theater experience, and I thought it was straight up fantastic. There are some movies that are just a quote, need to watch in theaters, and this is certainly one of them. The visuals were stunning, and we got to see a lot of really interesting and intricate fight scenes. You could pretty easily argue that the action sequences in this film were a little bit gratuitous, but I didn't particularly mind it because there were so many positives that really kind of outweighed that. I've always enjoyed the franchise's signature single take, long format action scenes, and this movie did not disappoint in that regard. The fighting almost feels like dancing to me in how intricately and well choreographed it is, and it's very clear, and I just want to give props to everybody behind this film franchise, that a lot of time and effort went into every single little detail, and it certainly shows on the screen. The music was also great, it's just what was needed in order to give the movie a little bit of an extra oomph. And the kind of EDM, dubstep, track behind most of the movie really just took what was already at a solid, you know, A-level film and just added that little A-plus onto it for me. Honestly, I just don't have too much to really say about it because I just think you need to go see it in theaters. The energy in the theater when I saw it opening weekend, like I said earlier, was amazing. Everybody was there having a good time, and it's one of those things that it just makes you excited to go back to the theaters. Sometimes I see movies, the crowd's a bit mid, depending on the movie. This movie, crowds were amped up, and so I'm sure they're still out there. This movie is selling out. Go see it in theaters. It's totally 100% worth it. Your TV at home probably isn't just gonna do it justice in the way that it needs to be done. And the movie experience, totally worth it for this one. So again, the action sequences and the fighting can get to be a little bit much if it's not 100% your cup of tea. But for me, I loved it. I totally think that it was a necessary and important part of the film. And the visual experience really sold the film to me on a higher level. So I'm gonna be giving it a four and a half out of five Really stunning, really solidly well done. Our final category is entertainment value. And at this point, you guys probably know exactly what I'm going to say. I loved it, right? I thought it was so entertaining. You've heard me talk about this for the last few minutes. I just thought it was so good. I said it earlier, movies like this, especially sequels, scare me sometimes because especially when I really like the previous films, I am so scared that the next one is just going to flop and then ruin the whole franchise for me. So thank you, John Wick franchise people, for not making this movie a flop because I would have been so upset. The runtime is a little bit longer than the previous films. It's almost at three hours compared to Two hours, two hours, 15 minutes for the previous movies, but I really didn't feel that bored watching it. Again, the energy of the crowd, the visuals, the music, the storyline kept everything driving forward, and you don't even really notice that those three hours are gone. Could it have been pared down a bit? Sure, I am fully okay with that argument, but I wasn't mad at it. I was happy with how I felt like Everything kept moving and moving and moving towards this final showdown. And then we get there. The payoff is excellent. So just go see it, guys. I really don't even have too much more to honestly say about anything because I feel like a broken record. Go see the movie. It's just so good. See one through three first. Then go see four. Live that life. It's gonna be solid. So go out there. Be entertained. I was super entertained. Honestly, five out of five for me on entertainment. Just so good. Alright, well, with all of our categories discussed, let's get into my final thoughts. So, I gave plot a a 4.5 out of 5, the theater experience a a 4.5 out of 5, and the overall entertainment value a 5 out of 5, putting John Wick chapter 4 pretty close to a 5 out of 5 overall. I know we're only about three months into the year, but... I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is probably going to be one of my top five of 2023. I just thought it was so well done, a really satisfying conclusion, and now I know that like this set of four movies is something that I can go back and re-watch because not one of them is a flop. They just keep getting better and better, and this is what happens when you have the story arc planned out in advance, people. Unlike other movies where they just keep trying to add more movie. Don't do that. Anyways, go see this one. I've said it a bunch of times. I'm going to say it one more time. See it in theaters. Do it. If you don't want to see it in theaters for whatever reason, it's also coming to Amazon Prime in May and it will probably be on Peacock sometime in the near future as well because all of the other movies are on there. So that's really that. Go out, see this movie, have a good time, be entertained, and that's a wrap folks. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode, and I hope you enjoyed my review of John Wick, Chapter 4. Feel free to give the podcast a like and a subscribe, and make sure to be on the lookout for the next movie review coming soon. Also, feel free to check out my Instagram at Average Girl Movie Reviews for more movie review and behind-the-scenes content, and I'll see you all on the next one!